0: Welcome to Cradio's Catholic News Update for Monday, the 2nd of April. Today is the anniversary of the death of Blessed Pope John Paul II. He died on this day in 2005 at 9.37pm Central European Summer Time. His final words were, in Polish, Let me depart to the house of the Father. Today is also World Autism Day. In Rome, with more details about how the Church is marking the day, is EWTN's Joan Lewis.
1: Archbishop Zygmunt Zimowski, President of the Pontifical Council for Health Pastoral Care, wrote a message for the Fifth World Autism Day on April second, appealing for sensitivity and supportive solidarity towards autistic people and their families. The Church sees as impelling the task of placing herself at the side of these people, children and young people in particular, and their families. If not to break down these barriers of silence, then at least to share in solidarity and prayer in their journey of suffering. This is particularly important because families with autistic children, although they look after these children with loving care, experience repercussions as regards the quality of their own lives and are often, in turn, led to be closed up in an isolation that marginalizes and wounds. Thus, he writes, the church and all men and women of goodwill feel committed to being traveling companions with those who live this eloquent silence that calls upon our sensitivity towards the suffering of others. The Council President highlights the efforts of healthcare workers, educators, professionals, and volunteers, adding that the scientific world and healthcare policies must also be encouraged to engage in and increase diagnostic, therapeutic, and rehabilitative pathways that can address a pathology that affects more people in numerical terms than could have been imagined only a few years ago. Although enveloped in the mystery of silence because of a grave psychological disturbance, people with autism are never alone, inasmuch as they are passionately loved by God and in Him by the community of those whose faith commits them to becoming a living and transparent sign of the presence of the resurrected Christ in the world.
0: The Italian Bishops' Conference has released a new set of guidelines for burials and cremations. Once again, he's AWTN's Joanne Lewis with more details. The new
1: Italian language edition of Funeral Rites, produced by the Vatican Publishing House, contains several new elements as well as significant new information on cremation. The first new element concerns the visit to the family, which is, says the text, for a priest, a moment to share in the suffering, to listen to the mourning relatives, to learn about certain aspects of the deceased's life, with a view to a correct and personalized presentation during the funeral. Another change involves the revised and enriched ritual for the closing of the coffin, including a number of different texts for various situations, such as an elderly person, a young person, or someone who has died unexpectedly and also the introduction of a broad range of possibilities for the prayers of the faithful. The most significant new departure concerns cremation. It is placed in the appendix to highlight the fact that the Church, although she does not oppose the cremation of bodies when not done in odium fide, continues to maintain that the burial of the dead is more appropriate, that it expresses faith in the resurrection of the flesh, nourishes the piety of the faithful, and favors the recollection and prayer of relatives and friends. In exceptional cases, the rites normally celebrated at the cemetery, chapel, or the tomb may be celebrated at the cremation site, and it is recommended the coffin be accompanied to that site. Cremation is considered as concluded when the urn is deposited in the cemetery. This is because although the law does allow ashes to be scattered in the open or conserved in places other than a cemetery, such practices raise considerable doubts as to their coherence to Christian faith especially when they conceal pantheist or naturalistic beliefs. From Rome, Joan Lewis, EWTN.
0: In response to Pope Benedict XVI's specific request to Cuban President Raúl Castro, the Cuban government has announced that this coming Good Friday will be a one-time national holiday. The government's short statement, which was published on the 31st of March in the official newspaper, Granma said that the Pope requested the holiday declaration in honour of the religious celebrations that take place on the occasion of the Passion and Death of Jesus of Nazareth. Minutes before the Pope's departure from Cuba on the 28th of March, President Raul Castro told the Pope of his desire to declare Friday the 6th of April a holiday as an exception and in consideration to His Holiness and the happy results of this transcendental visit to our country. However, authorities will decide in the future whether the holiday will become permanent. Leaders of the Cuban Revolution suppressed all religious holidays following the island country's 1959 communist takeover. The Christmas holiday was reinstated in 1998 after Pope John Paul II's specific request to the then-president Fidel Castro during the pontiff's historic visit to Cuba. That's today's Catholic headlines. Thanks for listening. Speak to you again tomorrow. God bless.